I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. I invite you to follow your daily relationship nugget on Spotify. You can go to my website www.soencouragement.org forward slash rn and click on the Spotify button, or you can go directly to Spotify. Today, we're talking about no snooping, please. During the past two decades, there has been a noticeable increase of infidelity being found out by one partner snooping into another partner's phone. What the snooping partner finds causes shock, disbelief, vicious arguments, fights, and at times the ending of the relationship. Since the invention of smartphone, which makes texting and sexting so easy, the question of privacy and secrecy has become a serious debate between couples. Should someone snoop in his or her partner's text messages or email? Should passwords be shared? Should couples have secrets between them? Let us first establish a key point. There is to be absolutely no secrets in a relationship. Note, however, that secrecy and privacy are two different things. For example, I do not go into my wife's purse because that will be invading her privacy. However, I am not kept from going into it. I am free to go into it, but I will not violate the privilege of privacy. If she forbids me to go into her purse, then that could raise the concept of secrecy. My wife has her passwords, passwords on all of her gadgets and emails. I do not know the passwords and have no need to ask. Or if she have told me, I've never written it down, I've forgotten them. She does not have the passwords to prevent me from going into them. It is just about security. The sweet thing is that she tells me the passwords when she asks me to check something for her. Here is another point to consider when it comes to snooping. There might be a time a partner needs to snoop into a phone or email or password, um, email of his or her partner. One wife said, after being brutally wounded by her husband's unfaithfulness, that she wished she had at least snooped one time into his phone when she first suspected. She said it might have reduced the development of a secret affair. End of quote. On the other hand, our research reveals that many spouses regret that they snooped into their partner's phone. Why? Because they greatly misunderstood what they saw and it gradually evaded the trust and increased suspicion. The husband was totally innocent. The truth is, when you snoop, you will find what you are looking for, and it will not be what you are thinking it is. Here is what marriage and family therapist Kelsey Borison states in her article. It is ever okay. Is it ever okay to check your partner's phone? Here is the quote. The long and short of it is, no. 
it is generally not okay. It is a violation of your partner's privacy and a breach of trust. Not to mention, it is often unproductive. You might find nothing and then feel like a jerk for snooping. You might find something small and innocent and blow it out of proportion. Or you might actually find something incriminating. But then you might have asked yourself, was this really the most honorable way of getting the information? It is an invasion of privacy and property. To check a phone without consent shows that there is a communication breakdown. Looking for something on your partner's phone without permission immediately breaks trust to fulfill your own needs. It leads to suspicions and assumptions that trigger insecurities and upset. End of quote. Here is another perspective. Many of my clients were not snooping when they found incriminating information in or his or her partner's phone. The partner might have been using the phone with permission and the information popped up. I've had several clients with that experience. Strangely, I've found that some unfaithful partners actually feel relieved that they got caught. Why? Because although they walked freely into the clandestine relationship, at some point they felt it was wrong and could not get out because the other partner was blackmailing them. One man told me that he had his best sleep in years on the night he was caught by his wife. Is there any time one can snoop into his or her partner's phone? Before deciding to snoop, consider these two points. One, your partner displays suspicious behavior that you have questioned over time and refuses to acknowledge or change, and it is causing deterioration of the relationship. For example, coming home very late or not letting you know where he or she went. Condoms were found in his pocket and you both do not use them or your partner might be hiding the phone or refuse to let you use it to see his text when you request to see them because of your suspicion. Or number two, your partner questions your trust in him or her as a defense tool when you point out your suspicions. If you answered affirmatively to these two points, then, with caution and an open mind, you can choose to check your partner's phone. By this time, your relationship has deteriorated greatly. Some partners um, hire private detectives to investigate before confronting their partners. Before doing so, remember you're going to be open a floodgate that may lead to rage, bitterness, intense and ridiculous questioning, self-doubt, sleepless nights, and reckless behavior. So then, here are a few points and tips for the faithful partner, the one who is not texting clandestine information. Remember these points. 1. Keep your dignity. Avoid allowing the situation to be about you or suck you into self-pity and depression. 
Note that all affairs are not all affairs are due to poor marital relationships. Some are just about living out fantasies, not being aware of one's vulnerability, or plain right stupid. It is not necessarily about you. So keep your dignity. Number two, do not snoop again. No matter how you feel, avoid going back and checking the phone or emails. Why? Constantly reviewing the text messages stifles healing and increases bitterness. As said earlier, you will find what you are looking for and it would not be true. You can have, for a short time, an agreement between you both that you will randomly check the phone emails from the perspective for the perspective of accountability. That's good, but that is for a short time and must not be con- continue indefinitely. Point number three. The guilty partner could be mourning just like the innocent one is mourning. The guilty partner is regretting what he or she did even if it was a choice at first. They are sad that they have caused so much pain. Regret, depression, confusion, despair, and even disgust with himself or herself could be natural at that time. Then avoid repeating questions. Avoid asking every day, Why did you do this? Remember many times the guilty partner really may not even know why he or she had an affair, at least not without help by a professional. Avoid the constant dripping of questions like, What color were her patties? What hotel room did you take her to? Were the lights on? Believe it or not, the guilty partner may not even know the answer to these questions because that was not the focus. There are many partners who cannot even give clear answers to why did you do this. What is more important is that your partner acknowledges that he or she was wrong and is willing to change. And the last point. Establish clear boundaries and guidelines. If you both are thinking about staying together or have already decided to remain as a couple, it is imperative to establish simple yet clear boundaries. This may include, but not limited to, the use of cell phones or emails, sharing passwords or not having, or not having passwords at all, or times to come home at night, or sharing information, and even relationship with friends. Remember, no snooping. If this has been your daily relationship nugget, I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.